Hi everybody and welcome back to Just Take the L with your host, me, Lola Clinton Hayward. Now this is kind of a bit of a late upload because honestly I've been binge watching Outer Banks. I actually completely forgot it's a Sunday. Um, It's so good. If you don't watch it, I recommend watching it. Like I started season one ages ago and then I was like, oh, this is so bad and I didn't watch it. And then with season two coming out, I've been seeing so many people watching it. So I was like, I'm going to give it a go. I watched the entire season in one day yesterday, season one, and I'm on season two now, like episode three or something. So anyways, today we'll be discussing advice that I can give to help get your confidence up, to help get your body confidence up, dealing with overthinking, standing your ground. It's just kind of going to be like a little casual like advice type of thing. And I feel like it's advice that Again, I wish I had heard earlier in life because I'm at a stage now where I think I'm trying to like grow as a person instead of seeking validation from anybody, whether that's parents, boys, girls, literally anyone. So let me crack into the episode. So tips for confidence. I would say my biggest one is mindset. And what I mean by this is I somehow managed to attain a fuck it, you only live once mindset. And loads of people can say this might be a bad thing because if you know me in school, I finished school, I've done sixth year now, but I kind of got to the point where I was like, like people were stressing for tests and stuff. And yes, I did stress, but if I thought I didn't do well, like it isn't the end of the world. It might set you back maybe a year, but there's no point stressing. So in that scenario I don't know if it was probably the best mindset but in relation to anything else I think uh fuck it Yulu is actually quite good because I take out for pictures and stuff a lot check out check out my Instagram but when you're taking pictures or even if you're not trying to be an influencer or whatever and you just want to get some cute pictures because your outfit's cute and you just want to you're feeling yourself but if you're taking them in public, it can be a bit like disheartening when it's happened to me, it's happened to friends that I've been with getting pictures where people might like snigger or there's been like men catcalling, which is horrible. But it's even people staring over and stuff like that. Like it is a bit disheartening and I kind of, it used to like dampen my confidence and stuff. And you could, you could probably tell if you flick down to the bottom of my Instagram, my confidence for taking pictures have, has definitely gone up and you can see this within the pictures. But having a fuck it YOLO mindset is really, really good for that because now when I take pictures, obviously I am human. I do get insecure sometimes, especially when I'm maybe not the most comfortable in an outfit. Like I take pictures really early, really early in the morning and my dad helps me. Shout out dad, best photographer. I'm not even joking. But if I'm getting pictures, say in a dress and heels, I take the outfit pictures at like 7am. So it kind of does like, it looks a bit odd. It's people probably see me and are thinking, oh, she's just coming back from a night out. So I do get a few odd looks, but if I'm wearing like loungewear and stuff, it I feel like a lot more confident and stuff like that. It's weird. You think it was the opposite, but having a fuck it YOLO mindset isn't even just good for say getting pictures or being out in public. Like I started to shoot my shot and that actually was a really big step for me. And I only I started to do it maybe last year, but 
last year I was doing it online I was shooting my shot like because I always had the mindset of like oh a boy has to text you first or you kind of got to wait to be I don't know snapped or whatever it's total bullshit like literally I think some guys actually appreciate when the girl shoots their shot and the worst thing that can happen is they're gonna say sorry I'm really not interested but you don't you shouldn't take that to heart like I'd rather get rejected than think oh what if what if this what if this happened like and recently I I how am I I gonna pronounce I shoot I shot my shoot in person so that actually was a real like milestone like I actually went up to someone and I was like hey can I have your snapchat like you're quite cute that was a really big milestone for me like I actually would never have dreamed about doing it uh like two years ago or anything like that and I got the guy's snapchat so yeah but um definitely having a fuck it YOLO like because it saves the whole like especially with doing things and activities it saves the whole what if what if I did this what if I said that like and I feel like that goes also then into our next topic, overthinking, because the the worst case that is going to happen with anything is it's not going to go right or you're going to be rejected or it's just not going to work out in your favor. And unless it's life threatening, it's really not the end of the world. And it saves you the whole, oh, like just thinking about the like limitless things that could have happened if you had done a certain thing. Now, with overthinking, I feel like we're all guilty of this, obviously some more than others. And me personally, I overthink when I've nothing to think about. That sounds really stupid, but I tend to overthink when I'm like by myself. It's mainly at night and I start to just like think about life way too in depth. And I know it's fun and it's kind of cool to have those conversations about life and why we're here and stuff like that. I'm not going to go into it now because I'm going to go back down the rabbit hole with that one. But I start overthinking like everything, like why we're here, how we came here, like literally so much stuff. And that's when I have free time on my hands. And I'm not saying I feel like I always like everybody does overthink like but I stopped overthinking as much when I started doing things like I just stopped like when I started doing things that scared me I stopped overthinking and it's a scary thing and that also then interlinks what I just was talking about with the whole fuck it YOLO mindset thing but you tend to overthink more about stuff that you didn't do and I know there's like another strand out of that and you're overthinking say about I don't know like if you have if you're in a relationship and a partner and you might be overthinking oh like I wonder if they're doing this you like maybe think they're cheating on you or whatever I feel like overthinking sometimes is like your gut and your intuition telling you like if the relationship was fully stable and you actually did have full trust in that person and subcon and consciously you might actually think you have full trust in that person, but maybe subconsciously you actually don't because you may have been hurt from past relationships, etc. You may have a tad of trust issues that you're actually just not consciously aware of. So if you were in the perfect, perfect relationship, no, like there was actually full trust consciously, subconsciously, you wouldn't be overthinking 
because that wouldn't be your mindset in a sense. So I feel like if you do start to overthink about what your partner's doing, say, like, I don't know if they went away with the boys or if you're a boy listening, if they had a girl's holiday or whatever, you need to sit down and have a conversation with your partner because overthinking is not going to do anything. And most overthinking can be dealt with. You just need to man up and talk to the person or figure out what is actually happening or whatever you're overthinking about. Unless it's obviously something like you can't prove. Like when I said I was overthinking about like how the universe was made. Like I'm hardly going to go find a scientist. Like nobody really knows. I'm not going to get into that. But I feel like that's a big thing that my friends and I have at least talked about. And there is no answer to that. It's like the question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, that is kind of a metaphor for, like, us. But some things can't be dealt with, I suppose. But most things, especially with people and relationships and your overthinking, that can be dealt with. So my best advice is, honestly, just go talk to the person if you're having these thoughts about what they might be doing and stuff. And if they actually are putting, are thinking about you, they won't get mad. Like if you think your partner is going to get mad at you and they're always like, oh my God, do you not trust me or whatever? That's kind of gaslighting the person. And it's actually, like I've had it done to me and I didn't realize at the time, but it is a form of gaslighting because then you start doubting yourself and overthinking more because you're like, do I really feel like this? Like, do I not have trust in my partner? You probably do have trust in your partner, but it's good to communicate and tell the person like they should comfort you and make you believe that like they should just tell you the truth and comfort you if you're having these doubts not try to turn it on you and be like oh my god do you not have trust in me or I can't believe you think that about me like that is gaslighting and if they try to do that say it's gaslighting and honestly if they're doing a lot I'd say dump their ass whether that's a boy a girl whatever like they obviously they're trying and also if they're gaslighting you there probably is a reason to your overthinking because why are they getting so defensive and trying to turn it on you? At least that's what I've learned from the past and I'd like to try give out this advice to other people to save you heartbreak, to save you time and to just know that you're not freaking insane because I used to think, oh my gosh, like I don't trust my partner, like oh my gosh, how dare me to think of this, like da 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 if you feel like that, you feel like that. Like, it's not anything that you can... Like, you can't help your emotions. The best thing you're trying to do and the best thing to do is to communicate. And they're, they're not reciprocating that and trying to comfort you. There probably is a problem, so you're not insane. So, that is probably my section of confidence and overthinking. Oh, body confidence. I almost forgot about this. I feel like today's podcast, it probably should have been a bit more planned out but here we are also my podcast my my podcast from next week onwards will probably be a lot better edited and sound wise and stuff because I'm in the UK currently and I forgot to take my MacBook and most of my editing stuff is on my MacBook and it's actually quite hard to edit on a phone or at least I haven't figured it out yet so the sound quality and I'll probably have an intro next week so just stay tuned for now but body confidence okay I feel like body image, especially with girls, and that's not me sounding like sexist or anything, I just think it happens more with girls. Obviously, I know that the percentage is extremely high for boys as well. It's a kind of a universal thing. 
But I feel like until lately, girls have been a lot more judged body-wise than boys. Again, you can agree to disagree with me. But anyway, I feel like this is a universal topic and it is a hard one to overcome. And I'm not going to lie to you. I can't say I'm fully confident in my body because I'm not. And that's okay. Like, it's okay not to be confident in your body because it's hard. It's hard when, if you're like me, I've kind of had a really weird journey with body confidence from a young age. And I always used to just compare and there's like, as a child, I wasn't the skinniest growing up. I'm not the skinniest now. But I've had comments in the past which is really like, they've just kind of, you know, dug deep. And sometimes, even if it's a couple of years ago, you still do remember the bad things that people have said about your body, not the good things. But lately, and more, I've been, I feel like this has been a journey I've been on since last year that we've got to learn. We have one body. And if you feel like, you're overweight, you're underweight, you're not happy with your weight. I feel like it's hard to overcome that no matter if you gain or lose weight. And it's kind of more about working within than working on the outside first. And I know sometimes they can kind of be interlinked because if you're working on yourself, you'll want to work on your outside body too maybe to get to if you have a certain body goal that's achievable and healthy. And I'd say my advice for this that I've kind of realised and learned the past year is firstly, everyone's opinion, that is not yours, can go fuck themselves. Like, how dare people actually have the audacity to comment on your body, especially negativity, like positive will allow it, but negativity. Like, who the fuck are you to talk about my body? Are you living in my body? I do not think so. And also... If you're worried about what other people do deem about your body, you've kind of got to accept that not everybody is going to be interested in you for your body in the sense of if you think, oh my gosh, I'm not skinny enough or I'm not curvy enough or whatever, you're never going to be perfect because everybody, and I mean everybody, has their different preferences and different types. You might get a guy, say, who's into curvy girls, you might get a guy who's into maybe slimmer girls. You're not going to tick everybody's boxes. And that was kind of a really big realisation that you're not going to be perfect to everybody. Say celebrities. Celebrities, I feel so bad for. They're always getting slated in newspapers. I don't know if you saw that Instagram post, but there was a certain type of magazine. I forget the title now, but they were absolutely slating some celebrities bodies to the fact of it was actually disgusting and gross to read because one picture they'd have someone be like oh she's too fat she's overweight and the next they're like oh she's too skinny you're literally never going to be the perfect thing there's always going to be something wrong like every celebrity gets criticized like I remember seeing a video of Taylor Swift and she was saying if I'm slim enough, I don't have that bum that everyone wants. If I'm got the weight to have the bum, then I'm not slim enough. Like it's such, it's just, you're never going, you've got to understand that you're never going to be everybody's goal. And the only goals that matter for yourself about your body is your goals. Personally, currently, 
I'm not particularly 100% happy with my body. And it's not even just my body. I've been away and I'm in England now and I was in Amsterdam, if you know me and watch my Instagram stories or whatever. And I haven't been going to the gym and I used to actually love going to the gym, not for just the sake of trying to maybe tone up or whatever, but it actually was just kind of a form of like, and it still is, a form of like therapy. And if you listen to my other podcast, I kind of mentioned, I touched on it anyway, that it was kind of a form of like anger relief. So for me, I actually just miss the feeling of working out. And I can't remember what one it is, but there is like a certain thing that it releases, is it endorphins? And that like actually stimulates serotonin, which makes you happy. So technically it all is interlinked. And also what I've kind of trying to more understand and grasp is the fact that what you put in your body actually affects your mood and that sounds so stupid well no it doesn't even sound stupid I don't think but pre like years ago when my mum would used to say it to me she'd be like oh like it just isn't good for you makes you feel like a lower vibration or whatever I never really used to think about it I used to just think calories were calories but until recently I actually noticed that say if I eat junk food for maybe two days not even me feeling bad because I ate junk food and I think oh my gosh calories whatever but I actually feel so much like weirder and gross in my body than if I was to eat the exact same amount of calories in good food like clean food like avocado or fruits or just healthier food and it is true like the processed food and if you're spiritual or on I don't know a spiritual journey when I talk about vibrations I mean we all have vibrations and you can have a higher one, a lower one. It all stems from your mood and a host of things. But one thing that does lower your vibration is eating processed food. And I used to like try cut out processed food because, oh, I don't want to gain weight or whatever. Which obviously still is true. Like it, most of the time they have higher calorie counts than cleaner food. But now I'm kind of like, I want to feel good. So I'm not eating as much of it. And I'm not saying to like, could I process food or whatever because I 100% don't like I literally just had a packet of crisps like hey ho but I'm saying that to feel better I think it's better to eat cleaner and as I said I am guilty of not doing that from time to time but I think that's also a thing of body confidence because if you're constantly eating shitty you're gonna feel shitty no matter what size you are what shape you are whatever So for me, I think working on yourself and just feeling good, feeling good from the inside out will actually help your body confidence. Like when I drink my water and I eat clean or whatever, forget like fuck the weight, but I feel so much more confident in my body because I actually am just in a good mood. Whereas if I was to eat like processed kind of crappy food that doesn't even really fill me, I'd probably be bloated because I actually don't even know what's going on. I had a gut health thing, but my stomach has been really weird with bloating recently. I'm also lactose intolerant and I always forget that because I love ice cream. But anyways, but yeah, I think from working on the inside out about what you're actually putting into your body can help with body confidence. And then just honestly focus on your own body goal rather than society or what people think you should look like. And if someone does try to insult you or does insult you, stick the F finger up them, tell them to go fuck themselves and block their ass or just walk away from them in person. Like, 
literally and also another thing that I like to add is sizing and clothes sizes don't get hung up on what size you are especially from certain brands because I don't know if everyone else else is like this but I used to be an emotional mess still kind of am but we're working on it but I remember what one was it It, okay right I'm gonna give you an example so it actually was kind of recent thinking about it but for my birthday my birthday was in March I had ordered dresses I didn't end up actually wearing any because I was in lockdown but anyways I ordered dresses and I ordered this one dress from House of CB and I actually like love the dress like it was so nice but and this is not even wait this is actually probably I have a really love hate relationship with my boobs that sounds so stupid but I actually think I hate them most of the time and I get people I have friends that have no boobs and I'm like oh I'm so jealous it is for my big titty girls out there you can also agree with me it is a hassle especially when you're in a different proportion say to your stomach but anyway I got this dress from House of CB and it zipped up at the stomach I actually had room at the stomach whatever got to my chest oh my god it would like not zip up and when it did zip up I finally got it to zip it literally like it was like I could not move and if I did run one wrong move the zip was gonna pop I started bawling my eyes out I started crying and crying and it's not like I know when you lose weight, you lose weight er everywhere and probably a bit in your boobs. But I have friends that if they lose weight, like they're already really tiny, but they just have such bigger busts. And it's not something that you can get rid of anyway. And if you know, you can get rid of it, but it's a really expensive, like a breast reduction is hella pricey. But anyway, I literally started crying and crying about this dress. I literally started going, my mom, like, I hate having boobs, whatever. And I, we actually got to the point and I was like, she measured it for me with like a measuring tape and turns out that their sizing guide and their sizing was actually three inches off what it was meant to be. So technically it wasn't even like a wrong size. I was like, I was stressing about me having to go up a size and it was really frustrating me, especially because it was actually baggy at the stomach and I was having this like meltdown over the dress when it actually turned out it was the company's fault and I still love House of CB, but I mean, you need to get the sizing right. Like I fully measured the dress, but also I feel like Zara, especially with jeans, their, their sizing is shocking. Like I used to be that person where I, I don't, I'm not anymore, but I used to be size eight in jeans. I think I'm like size 10 or 12 now. But if I didn't fit into a size eight pair of jeans, I wouldn't buy them. I'd actually like, I'd rather suck in and it's such a bad thing, but I literally wouldn't eat, say, if I was going out that day because I wanted a pair of size 8 jeans to fit me. And you've got to let go of the stigma of not wanting to go up a dress size, especially with brands like, say, Zara jeans, as I mentioned. Some fits are different, but I got a pair of size 10 jeans and I was like, OK, they're a bit tight. They were a tiny bit tight. Like I probably could have worn them, but I wanted them up a size because I wanted them a bit baggier. So I went up a size and they were literally the exact same size. And I was like, okay, what the hell? I literally ended up trying a size 16 on. And I was like, I personally am not a size 16. What the actual hell? I'm like a size 10 or a size 12. So I was thinking this is going to make girls feel so shitty. Like it, it did kind of, but then I was like, here, hold up a minute. Like the size 10 and the size 16 pair of jeans is nearly identical. Like what? That is shocking sizing on their behalf. And I'm not the only one who thinks like that with Zara. So if you have to go up a size, whatever the brand, 
it's not your fault. It's more than, it's probably the brand's fault because their sizing is shocking. I feel like the best way to know if you have actually gone up a dress size is if you've got a pair of maybe tight, bit tighter jeans, how you feel in them. Like you can, I can feel when I've gained weight or if I'm not maybe as toned up as I was, I can actually feel it. Like I don't need the weighing scales to tell me I can see myself. So let's try, forget the stigma of hating to go up a dress size because more than likely it's actually not you your size changing it's probably just the shocking sizing of the company so I feel like that's kind of my little rant over for that section and kind of the confidence on body and overthinking and stuff that I can give at the minute I'll probably do more detailed episodes later on but for now I feel like that's just the advice I have to give and I hope this has helped people people listening anybody boy girl whatever you are listening and hopefully the editing and stuff will be a lot better next week so don't you go ditching my podcast just yet because we aren't even at the prime time of it but anyway thank you for watching and I hope you have a great evening a great week also remember I'm filming this and hopefully I'll get uploaded tonight but it is a new moon in Leo and it I don't know if I have again any spiritual baddies or whatever in here but it also is the Lionsgate portal is fully activated and open right now. And if you don't know what that is, it's just when the sun and the star Sirius align up. And when I say this is a great time to manifest, especially in your career wealth wise. So manifest tonight. Just it literally takes two minutes. If you don't know what manifestation is, just look it up. Watch a 10 minute video. I'm telling you, try it. And if you're new to it, try it. We we all got to start somewhere. But anyway, hope you enjoyed. See you next week.